Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Marianne. Hi, guys. How's it going? It's going. This is uh, interesting. Yeah. So I wanted to bring you on to talk to you about some of the stuff you've been playing. Yes. Because it's a little bit of a different change of pace of, you know, from what me and Chris are usually playing. And mm-hmm. we, it's it's hard to spice up some of these episodes right now with how, uh, like, E3 happened, mm-hmm. um, as you know. I took up a lot of TV time with that. Uh, and yeah. so with that, um, following E3, there's not a lot of brand new news because E3 is kind of like a... Like a mo- like a monument to gaming, essentially, and mm-hmm. so usually companies shoot out their news at E three for like the next month. It's like a, a concentrated month's worth of news in one weekend, which is great. But then you know the next month or so afterwards, it's kind of just a a dry spell. Mm-hmm. So we are we're now in the drought, and we can really only talk about what we played. Which is fine because we've been playing things, not necessarily yeah. together, but we we have. And I, um, I'll start. Um, I, I've been playing Doom, which you saw me play for a little bit the other day. Mm-hmm. Very pretty uh, visuals. It's pretty in a disgusting way. <laughs> uh, it's very bloody and gross, and that's fine. I am not used to playing that kind of game. So Doom, I'm playing the 2016 version, by the way, not like the old, you know, 8, 16-bit first-person shooter on the PC back in the day. Um, but it's it's fun. It's just very fast. It's, it's a lot faster than what I'm used to. And it's a lot more like run and guns, so you're, you always have to be moving yeah. in order to survive. And... I would love to watch you play something like this because it you you really haven't played something like this before and it's it really heart brings me back to like when I used to play Quake on the computer in high school on uh, web design class and stuff like that. It mm-hmm. was we did a lot very little web design in that class and a lot of playing Quake against each other. Yeah, that's what I've heard about those kind of classes. Yeah. But I don't know. With that kind of game, I feel like I would just throw my controller at the wall and throw my hands up because it is very fast-paced and very frustrating. But, you know, yeah, gaming. The, uh, The other game I've been playing, you saw me struggle a little bit with this week, was Mario Maker 2. Oh, yes. And... Ugh. Man, so I'm I'm about halfway through the story mode. So in the first Mario Maker, Marianne, mm-hmm. the they didn't include a story mode. It was just play what your friends made. So there was you know less of like there was just less structured content for someone that doesn't want to play ridiculously difficult stuff. <laughs> and so what's been great about Mario Maker 2 is not only the individual story mode it provides a single player, but it also allows you to, it, it goes out of its way to teach you different concepts that you can use 
and building your own levels, which is great because I need some of that inspiration for when I build levels to crush Chris and Seth. Of course. In the future. Yeah. I mean, at first glance with the game, I was a little bit, you know, I don't, it's like you're making your own levels. It's just a level of creativity that I didn't see myself enjoying, but seeing you play all these crazy levels that other podcasters have put out, uh, people on gaming news, it's just been crazy. I guess I, I don't know. I wasn't I, anticipating how it's It's nuts. It so the other day I was playing, um, shout out to really the, the two biggest gaming journalists that uh, do this is in my opinion, is Patrick Klepek and Dan Reichert. Um, Dan Reichert, famous for being married in a Taco Bell, and (laughs) Patrick Klepek, who I've been following since his days at G4, big fan of him. But Dan Reichert is a madman um, who I famously, I I think, I really think he should adopt that moniker. (laughs) I called him the jigsaw of Mario Maker last (laughs) night because he made this level that just, just seemingly impossible if I, if I was going to be, have to beat it to live, I'd probably die in real life. <laughs> it, and, it's insane. And so I was playing Patrick Klepek's level because he he doesn't usually make... He just plays what Dan makes him, and he does a show every morning about it. It's very funny. But so I played Patrick's level, and I played it for an hour and a half before I beat it. It was so ridiculously difficult. There's like... uh, (laughs) Nothing Nintendo ever makes is this hard for Mario. And so it's so weird to see the aesthetics and the assets be used in this horrifyingly brutal, difficult way. Mm -hmm. When usually it's, you know, some difficult platforming, but it's nothing crazy, right? No. It's like just when you think okay, I have a handle on this level, I'm going to beat this, you jump up and hit a block, and an enemy comes out. And a fish comes out and, and kills you. And it falls on you, and you that, die. That was miserable. I uh-huh. I almost quit that like after that happened. I was just <laughs> like, oh. Because it took me like five minutes to get the memory patterns down to get to that point. Uh-huh. And then that happened, and I was just like, this is it. I, <laughs> I, I don't have it in me anymore. Oh, my gosh. Um... But let's let's talk about what you've been playing and some of the other stuff. Because you, you have a Nintendo Switch. I do. I got it last year. Um, and it's been, it's been interesting. So this is my first gaming console uh, since, I think, 2005. I had a PlayStation 2, and my mom gifted me The Hobbit, which I loved and played to death. That um, game was very good. It was so good. And so with this, um, the games that came with it were Crash Bandicoot and Mario Odyssey. And Crash Bandicoot was a little bit difficult to get into with the controls and everything. I don't even know the right words to use for it. You had a good description of having to try to play it. It just, it's dated. It's dated. It's very dated. I, uh... It's dated and it's not forgiving in its checkpoints and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I I went back and I think, I can't remember. There's If you go back to the episode where I talked to talk about it with Seth, 
Um, I I said it more eloquently, <laughs> but I I definitely, yeah. Yeah, but so I. It's I, a product I, of its time. It is. I so I got into Mario Odyssey and I was obsessed. I was playing it um, whenever I would get off work. I was playing it in bed until it was time to fall asleep. I was obsessed, and I think I got through it within probably two weeks. Um, with it being, you know, my first big game, um, I tried to do as much as I could with it, and then there was the lull after I had completed it, and I didn't really know where to go with that, but I'd seen you playing Stardew Valley, and Stardew Valley is my current obsession. I did play it, um, a few months back, and I love it so much. I think it's just... The visuals, the music, it's just very calming and at your own pace, and it's just, you can do so much with it. That is until you, like, die 30 levels deep in the mine, and oh, then yeah. you want to throw your switch. That'll keep you humble. But, um, so I, I did play Stardew sometime last year, and then I got Lego Harry Potter, and I don't know what it was. I love Lego games, but I was just stuck playing this game for a couple months. I would pick it up, I would play a little bit of it, and then put it back down. I just wasn't as um, entranced by it, I guess is the word. So um, when Yoshi's Craft World came out, I immediately hooked onto that. I loved it so much. I beat it, I think within a week of just consistent playing, and uh, I don't know. I, um, it's been kind of hard to find games that hook me in as well as Mario and Yoshi. Um, so I have tried a couple games here and there. I try. I've, I have ukulele, which is very fun, but again, not really hooking me in. Um, the other one was Rayman. Was that the full name of it? Yeah. It's, uh, it's Rayman. Rayman Legends. Yes. And... Uh, didn't really hook me into it. I just I I think So you you don't like you don't like 2D stuff. We're we're figuring this out. We're figuring it out. You don't like 2D platformers mm-hmm. as much uh, unless it's more joyful like Yoshi. Yes. But you don't like Kirby. No. Because Kirby's too easy. <laughs> yes. But you like Stardew and Mario. Yes. It's it's hard. So so I, I did find my way back into Stardew, and I made a new account, and so I'm starting from scratch. And can you be a woman in Stardew or no? Yes, you can. Okay. And you can marry women and men. Oh, nice. It doesn't nice. matter what gender you are, which is really refreshing. That is awesome. Yeah, and you can... I, I, <laughs> I didn't know that. I, yep. I just remember starting as a... Because we've gone over this in previous episodes where it's really kind of 50 50 if i choose to be a man or woman in a game i i don't i will sometimes go out of my way to make a female character instead of a male but it's i don't stick to just male characters that's good so it's i didn't know that you could be a female in stardew though that Mm -hmm. makes me want to start another save yeah it's fun, and you can divorce people in it. You can have kids. The possibilities are are truly endless. But um, but as of right now, that is what I'm playing. Um, just kind of getting back into the swing of Stardew. But 
You you guys should see like she got so upset the other day because she left. You downloaded <laughs> this like strategy. Yes. This whole strategy sheet so you could like pinpoint exact things. Yeah. And it makes me so excited for you to play something like Animal Crossing when it comes oh. out next year because you can plan for Animal Crossing, but Animal Crossing has specific day-by-day things. You can't push time forward in Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. So you have to play at night if you want night things. You have to play during the day if like it's very like Stardew has the you know, you can push it to the next day mm-hmm. or you get too tired so your character goes to sleep. Animal Crossing doesn't have something like that, but it has a living world. Mm-hmm. So it's it's I remember back when Animal Crossing for the 3DS came out and I bought a calendar just for it. And so I strategized how I would so shells is the currency in Animal Crossing. So I strategized how to make the most shells at the most time. So, like, Monday was my fishing day, and Tuesday was, like, my scavenging day. And when, like, I had, and at at a.m. and p.m., because different things show up at different time of day. Mm -hmm. So, it's, yeah, I'm excited to see what that Mm -hmm. brings out in you. And you telling me that story is both the most efficient and precious thing (laughs) I've ever heard. But, yes, I'm very excited for, for that. I... I didn't have a chance to play it growing up, and I my my body is ready. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I yeah, I'm excited to to see. I really want people in the Discord and on our social media recommend games for Marion to play, Please. whether it be just on the Switch or for Xbox, PS4, PC, whatever, because. You know, it's hard to find something as polished as Mario Odyssey or as addicting as Stardew Valley sometimes. And, you know, she... You you like playing games. I like but, playing games. But, yeah. but the problem is I feel like we started... I got you, like, <laughs> this Mario game that's, oh. in my opinion, one of the best Mario games. It's not the best, but it's one of... One of. Mm-hmm. And so you you've been spoiled. I I got you new Super Mario Bros. You delu- the new Super Mario Bros. The Deluxe. And I talked about that on this <laughs> on podcast a couple of weeks ago, yeah. but it's really hard to like that game. And I I kind of hoped you would, but at the same time the physics are just trash and it's so floaty and bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my opinion. Other people like it. I know that's a lot of people like it. That's why it's sold so much. But mm-hmm. if you are one of those that likes it over other 2D Marios, I don't understand you or your brain. <laughs> Which is why I've kind of loved Mario Maker 2. I think you should give that a shot. Mm-hmm. Because some of, it's, some of it's weird, but the physics are a lot better. In my opinion, the art is kind of more appeasing. Because mm-hmm. um, it's not as bubbly and weird. It's kind of that old aesthetic and it's nicer. Uh, crisper on the HD screens. Yeah, I would definitely be open to it. Absolutely. Maybe after a couple of hours. And eventually I will make levels that will crush you and test them out for Seth and Chris. Which really, I don't know how good Chris is at 2D Mario's, but I know Seth is very good. So I've got to like 
be really ready by the end of this month mm-hmm. to have a level that <laughs> I think will break him. So good. That's that's always a good goal. If you hear that, Seth, I'm I'm coming for you. I'm prepared for when you come home <laughs> for you to be angry. <laughs> so with that, I want to talk about some of the gaming news with you. Okay. Because the these with this week and probably next week is going to be a little bit shorter of episodes because it's you know it it's the downtime, mm-hmm. it's the summer, the heat is ridiculous in Florida, and so we're all just wanting to die. Pretty much, and yeah. So, Cuphead DLC. You watched me struggle with Cuphead. Cuphead is so beautiful. I just I wish that there was some kind of easier way to do it because I'm terrified after watching you play it it's uh, it's hypnotizing to watch it but thinking of hopping in it's just I feel like I'd get so frustrated trying to get past the different bosses oh I don't know but yes the DLC yeah it's it's coming and 2020, last year, so in 2018, they said 2019, Mm. but they said, they came out the other day and said 2020 because they wanted to avoid crunch and deliver the quality that we all expect, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. I would rather 10 out of 10 wait for a game than have all this unexpected hardship be put on employees that... They don't need to be working 60, 80 hours a week for yeah. me to get my game faster. I mean, what kind of monster company would do that? A multiple. Oh. You say this, but <laughs> oh. there's... I yeah. I mean, I know that you listen to some of the podcasts <laughs> I listen to, and yeah. you know you hear some of the interviews out there, but yeah. yeah. It's something. It, it happens, but luckily, uh, MDHR... The studio behind Cuphead is not going to be, um, you know, subjecting their employees to that. And for that, I applaud you. And I still, I'm glad it got pushed to 2020 because even then, I think I still need a break because <laughs> that game really pushed me to my limits on some levels. Yeah. I, yeah, I haven't been that angry at something in a while. How long did it take you to complete it? So, technically, it did not take me long to complete it mm-hmm. because each of the levels are only about two to three minutes long, but you have to execute them perfectly. Mm-hmm. So the game time, I'd say, is probably 10 or 15 hours, but a lot of that is like resetting. And so if you can, I've seen some speedrunners, I think they can do it in like 30, 40 minutes oh with. And they like do it perfectly with no hits. And, as you know, it's good we're talking about speedrunners, too, because mm-hmm. SGDQ just happened. Yes. Um, but, like, it's a game that mm-hmm. technically can be beat in 45 minutes. I'm pretty sure that's the fastest time. I, I'll i check myself and talk about that next week in some sort of fake correction corner we make. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I watched the stream those 45 minutes. But for me, it took... 10, 15 hours because I'm not perfect. I don't have the muscle memory down for a lot of the bosses. Mm-hmm. I was figuring them out as I went. You know, I'm sure if I went back and replayed it, 
it would be a lesser time because I know them now. Mm -hmm. Like, I could probably get through aisle one pretty fast and aisle two pretty fast, but aisle three would still take me forever. Yeah. And even then, the final boss, uh, King Dice and the Devil, took me forever. They took me, like, two days to do. So... Insane. That game was nuts. I... Still don't know how I did it, but I'm very <laughs> proud of myself. I'm very proud um, of you, David. I I don't think. I think it's 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 a different sort of difficult than Celeste, which I might have had a speed run also this past week, but yeah, difficult games can be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's we were talking about speed runners. Mm-hmm. Summer games done quick happened. This was your first time watching some of SGDQ. Yes. And it was interesting, um, especially, I mean, seeing, waiting for the gamers to get set up and seeing the lobby of all those people, I was, I, it was confusing. And then hearing out all the different donations, um, it was, it was an interesting experience. Hearing the people explain the game and how these people are mm-hmm. doing it. It's, it's really fun to watch. Seth really was the one that got me hooked on this. I, I'm not usually... I don't really follow anyone on Twitch, really. I don't watch Twitch at all. I, I'm one of those people that, like, doesn't enjoy it that much. Like, I have to be interacting with it. If, if, if I'm going to be watching someone else play a video game, I should probably just be playing it. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's how my mind thinks. And I know that there's a whole industry on Twitch and other where people are just watching Let's Plays and stuff. But... For me, I think if I'm watching it, I might as well be playing it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, SGDQ was something I never, or GDQ in general, was something I never got super into. But then watching them masterfully, like, break these games or do short tricks and then them be frustrated because it it knocked them off a couple seconds of their mm-hmm. estimated time or... Something like that, or watching randomizer runs, which is nuts. Where we watch some of a uh, Legend of Zelda randomizer, mm-hmm. where it actually randomized where the item pickups spawned in the game. So, like different areas had different weapons than what you would have gotten mm-hmm. in the base game, which was really weird. And it was a race between two different guys. So, hearing the the couch uh, you do like air quotes i'm doing air quotes over the couch <laughs> explain what what's going through the mind of the speedrunners along with them interjecting sometimes is is really fun and interesting and they upload all of the they upload all of their runs for the most part to youtube so if you feel like you might be interested in this like find a game that you're really into and go see if there's a gdq run for it and just watch it. And I've I've actually fallen down this rabbit hole now where I just listen to them at work, like music. Like I wow. I because it's it also plays the game music, which I love game music. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that gaming music is very important. It's a very important part of video games. Absolutely, and yeah. So hearing the music is nice and it's a lot of positivity. They raised over $3 million this year for Doctors Without Borders. It's, and It's beautiful. Last year was, they hit a record last year with $2.1 million. 
So they've just been raising the, like, they've been growing more and more and more. And it's such a great organization. Um, every year they pick a, a different charity. No, they, so they do, Summer Games Done Quick does Doctors Without Borders, and I can't remember about Winter Games Done Quick. Mm. They've done different charities, but it seems like they'd stay pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, the it's They've varied a couple of different years, but they've settled, I think. Mm-hmm. I just can't remember what the winner one is, which is awesome games done quick. Okay. It's not winner games done quick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it was really fun. And I look forward to the winner one. I'm sad. I'm always sad that I didn't watch more, you know, because you always can because mm-hmm. it's 24 hours, you know, the whole week that it's going on. So it's crazy to see people like, I, I turned on the stream one night it was a Saturday night. There was a Legend of Zelda stream, and it was at, like, 2 a.m., and there's just, like, a bunch of people in the hall watching Still? these speedrunners. Yeah, at 2 a.m., <laughs> and it was awesome. I'm just like, oh my this gosh. is great. I I would like to make a trip. They do it in, like, Minnesota or something, mm-hmm. so that'd be really fun to go to. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how much fun it would be for, oh, like anyone that's not interested in that but because you're <laughs> just like sitting there be, watching people play yeah, games but that would be like a really great sense of community almost yeah. like going to a, a convention and sitting in one of the panels like yeah. you're all there with people that have the same purpose and interests so definitely let's go to minnesota maybe so, there's not much out there probably no. <laughs> there's a lot of snow that's true yeah so other than that we've got um July 4th tomorrow, which you know what that means. What does that mean? Uh, Stranger Things Season 3 is coming. Boop, boop, boop. And along that comes a new game. So Stranger Things Season 2 had a mobile game that came out uh, to much acclaim. A lot of people liked it a lot. And this year they're doing another game for Season 3. And according to a couple of the articles I read out there, um, the campaign's going to be like 12 to 15 hours per the developer, which is wow. nuts because the show is only going to be eight hours long <laughs> because there's only eight episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really cool. It's got multiplayer. You can play as like eight, eight or so different characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's weird cause it's going to cost money this time. Like, uh, the the one on mobile was free last year mm-hmm. for Season 2, and now this game, at least on the Switch, I tried to get prices off Steam and stuff, but because it's not technically out yet, they don't have prices up. It's going to be 20 bucks on the Switch. But to be fair, it seems like this is going to be a full-fledged game, not just a mobile port. Yeah, and I mean, with it lasting that long, 12 to 15, I mean... It, and that's not bad. That's not bad. I've spent more on games that were shorter. So <laughs> boy, I, howdy. Uh, I'll take it. I'm not <laughs> mad about it. But it's it's going to be cool. It it looks like it kind of plays. I mean, this is going to be a reference for some people, I guess. But um, it's one of my favorite games growing up. It looks like it plays like Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Like you're a like a sort of top down. I guess you could say like Diablo esque. But instead of, you know, high quality, it's like 
16 bit and mm -hmm. you know it's got neat little like shrugging animations and stuff and very old gaming type stuff so it, it actually reminds me of habbo hotel i, think. I don't know what that oh. is at all <laughs> yeah that uh, it, that's like oh seven oh eight kind of stuff but it was an old internet or a game on the internet where it was like a chat room and little characters but that's what the art style reminds me of but it looks really awesome um there's a lot of attention to detail even though it is looking like 16-bit with their shrugs facial expressions all that it's gonna i think it's gonna be a good game yeah i'll probably pick it because it's gonna have multiplayer so we could easily just play it on the same switch yeah and you know and I, I'll, I'll it's not worth buying twice i'll but. kill you in it no, I don't know if Friendly Fire is a thing, but don't yeah, do that. It might be. Um, and the last game I want to talk about is... So, I've been really obsessed with this silly show on TV lately called Holy Moly. <laughs> which is like Wipeout meets Mini Golf. And the reason I care about it also is I loved Wipeout so much. Mm-hmm. And before that, Most Extreme Elimination Challenge, which was on, like, MTV back in yeah, the day. Yeah, way back. And so there's a game coming out called Fall Guys, which was shown off during the Devolver Digital Press Conference. I don't think we talked about this game before, but I'll post the the trailer for it on the, the webpage for this uh, in the on our website from YouTube because this game looks so bonkers. It's a battle royale game, but in the style of Wipeout. <laughs> so you're playing like these weird inflatable games or like you're riding a skateboard and you knock other people off. But this game is coming out for PC and PS4. And I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. It's coming out next year and I've, feel like we need to bring more awareness to it because I don't think we have before. Mm -hmm. So like the video that's uploaded now, the teaser, I don't, that's probably not gameplay. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably not, but it, the little characters, they, it kind of reminds me of those, um, the popular YouTube videos for making slime or the weird moon sand things, but they look so squishy and that's really appealing to me. And so, I don't know. And all the <laughs> colors and everything. It it's is just, very bright. It's There's very a lot of colors. bright. Yes. But, um, yeah, really looking forward to it, though. And definitely interested to see it, the actual gameplay, how it's going to look. And how it's going to play. Maybe they're... Because, I mean, I'm a sucker. I've played the, like, really terrible Wipeout video games and stuff. <laughs> so, I'm... Yeah, Doritos Crash Course, if you ever played that on the Xbox. That game is terrible, but I liked it because it was basically Wipeout. And, yeah, so this game looks fun. Mm -hmm. It's going to be real good. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but that's 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 basically it for the week. Um, we appreciate you listening, and we would hope that you would share this episode with your friends, your loved ones, people you hate. Really, just whoever you can get a hold of. Uh, if you if you prove to us that you shared it with someone, we will send you a sticker. Just give us a 
give us a rating and then send us your e- your you know address and stuff that we can send you stickers to. Yeah, let us let if you scratch our back, we will scratch yours. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we'll have Marianne, Marianne back. <laughs> Marianne. Marianne back yes. in the future when <laughs> she's played something else besides Stardew. Maybe. But this is motivation. Yeah. So you guys send in suggestions for her to, you know, play something else maybe. She's in the Discord. I am. And she is part of the Facebook. So she'll see it. And with that, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.